0: Hi, I'm Ken Dario. And I'm Cinco Paul. We are screenwriters. As we've said multiple times before. We might need a new intro. <laughs> well, we'll just say the same thing. Okay, we've written a bunch of movies. The Despicable Me movies. The Dr. Seuss movies. Secret Life of Pets. Other boys, Among others. Yeah. And um, But now we've created a podcast in which we force each other to watch movies the other one hasn't seen. I'm sure we have some classics. I have no idea what Ken is making me watch. Mm, but I exciting. have an incredible movie that I'm going to force him to watch. Would you like to know what it is right now, Ken? I would love to know what this incredible movie is. Oh, you are in for such a treat. You, you're always in for a treat with me. Mm. But um, this is a movie called Eight and a Half. I
1: don't know what that is (laughs) that's amazing to me this isn't a
0: rodeo movie no is that like 10 seconds or something eight and a half seconds i don't know nine and a half weeks not that nope this is eight and a half it's a semi-autobiographical sort of italian surrealistic comedy from 1963. so so just a warning it's it's italian with subtitles and it's black and white it's the it's the film of my people. <laughs> it's the film of your people. You should okay. be able to appreciate. it. This is Federico Fellini, who okay. I'm sure you've heard of him. I've you've obviously never I've seen... heard of
1: Fle- I've never seen I've seen images, I've seen you know, clips, but I've never even come close to seeing a Right. Fle- well you
0: uh, are in for a treat. I mean I'm I think, excited. I think this... I, I hope you're excited because I am. And you I think you love a lot of movies that have been influenced by this movie. Mm. And I think you will recognize those influences. But um, I think you may really like it, but also it's black and white and with subtitles. All right, enough with the black so, and white and with subtitles. But then also, you may f- feel it's like medicine, you know? I don't uh-huh. want it to... Don't treat it like this, because this movie is is really entertaining. Okay. It's just going to take you on a journey. So <laughs> I'm in, ready to go on a journey. It's The Journey of Eight and a Half by Feder- a half. Federico Fellini. Fellini.
1: Okay. Yeah. I'm excited. Okay. We'll see what happens. Now I have... A movie for you. Yes. This is a movie from 1991. Okay. We're going to go way back to 91. Wow. With a movie that I don't really know how it did uh, commercially. I don't know. It's a movie that is generally liked. Mm -hmm. I like this movie a lot. It's a. (laughs) What? (laughs) Nothing. You're just, it's generally, you know, it's generally liked. Is that what you're saying? Let's talk about this because, (laughs) you know, you seem to be under the impression that we need to be giving each other like these pieces, works of art. Movies that should be studied and loved. And this is a perfect example of a movie. That's not what I'm here for, Cinco. Oh, I I would hope not. (laughs) (laughs) I am here to show you some movies that people enjoy. People can enjoy. I want you to be able to just enjoy a movie that is not perfect. Mm-hmm. that is not perfectly crafted, Right, every story beat doesn't fall where it's supposed to, but maybe it's just a fun movie, May- or maybe it's a touching movie, or maybe it's a scary movie, whatever it is. I just want you to be able to enjoy a movie for what it is. Oh. Not okay. what you think it should be. Ooh. You see the difference?
0: Wow. Yeah. Ouch. That's right. Harsh words. <laughs> no, I know, I know for anyone who's stuck with a podcast this long... <laughs> Both of knows, you. knows that uh, I, I've probably come across as kind of a movie snob because I haven't really liked any of the movies that you've made me watch. <laughs> well, and you've, watched, and you've uh, enjoyed several of the movies I've made that you watch. That is true, because I'm so, open-minded. Because, well, <laughs> I don't know, or, or you have a lack of t- good taste, or I don't know. What Wait, case. I haven't even said my movie yet, have I? <laughs> no, you haven't said the movie. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, you, maybe you're easier to please than I am. Okay. maybe that's what we'll say all right oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy okay so what's... what a, what a kind thing to say <laughs> no 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 you're so easygoing Ken. Right. you're lovable you love everybody right. okay in
1: every movie so the okay. movie i am going to make you watch yes is
0: a little movie called my girl my girl that's right all right i've heard of this because i know macaulay culkin is in it yes he is and Anna uh, Klumsky, Anna Klumsky, right? Uh, Dan Aykroyd. First... Oh, Dan Aykroyd's in it. Yes, he's Is a he, major part. Does he play someone's dad father. or something? Oh, Anna Klumsky, Jamie dad? Lee Curtis, mom, I'm guessing. Well, you'll have to wait and see. Oh, you'll have to wait and see.
1: Okay. So yeah, it's a fun movie. Yeah. it's a sweet movie.
0: You it, you may shed a tear. I don't know. Wow. I hope so. I'm well. Somehow I'm going to go into this with an open mind. Yes. I'm going to just watch this movie and I'm going to try to enjoy it for what it is and not for what I want it to be. That's right, Cinco. (laughs) So let's go do it. Let's go watch some movies. Let's make Make him him watch it. Make him watch it.
1: Make him watch it. We can't wait to make him watch it. With
0: Cinco and Ken. And we're back. We're back. We have now seen the movies. We've seen them. And let's uh, let's talk about them. Let's him, discuss shall we, Ken? the movies,
1: Cinco, because I have a feeling we've got a lot to discuss. My girl, let's do it. Let's jump right in, Cinco. What'd you think of My Girl?
0: Um, oh, <laughs> no, I'm go. so sorry, Ken. Here we go. I'm so sorry, Ken. Look, I think there was a lot to like about My Girl. I think there's a lot to like about it. Here's I'm going to try to focus on the positive. Because I've recently been listening to some of the other podcasts. And yeah, I come across as the jerk who doesn't like anything. And I feel bad about that. Do you? (laughs) Kind of. Uh, Okay. Well, okay. Here's what I'll say. Uh, It stars Anna Klumsky. (laughs) Right? That's what you're going to say?
1: That's what you have to say about the movie? Here's what I will say. It has a star.
0: No, what I'm saying is she's delightful in this. Right? She is adorable. She is. She is wonderful. She And, and, and I've watched her a little bit on Veep now, right? She's right. actually... Become quite the actress. Become quite the actress, and she's still charming and delightful and really funny. And um, So that's great to see someone who was a child actress and had this big movie that she burst through. And, right. But anyway, so like she's... Like a little
1: firecracker she came onto the scene. Yeah,
0: and she's just totally wonderful. I love yes, her. Yes, she in this. is. You know who else I love in this? Uh I love Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee this. Curtis is great. She's great. You know what's interesting to me is that Jamie Lee Curtis, for someone who's not like a stunningly attractive, right? actress, she was always playing at this point in her career like the sexy right Right. Right? I mean, she and Aykroyd are both in this movie. And right. They were also in trading places. Yes, they were. And in that she's playing the sexy mm-hmm. woman in, in A fish called Wanda. Right. She's the sexy woman. Yeah. So so she's she has something. She's got something. That it's not like she's not traditionally beautiful, but she's able to pull off right. like this. She's always playing that character. So I've always loved her and things. I thought I thought she was great in this. And you know who else I really love? Is uh Griffin Dunn. Right, who plays Mr. Isn't Bixler, who's a teacher, and I've I've always loved, you know, he's yeah. such a great actor, and I think he's just great. So what in you're it, saying is, and What a cast!
1: That's what you're saying. What a cast! What now, a cast! What performances!
0: Now I will say that I think Aykroyd is pretty bad in this. I give him a little more respect than that than just <laughs> well, saying bad. Well, I love. You give him more respect? What is that supposed to mean, <laughs> based every- on like his amazing career as an actor? Yes. To me, he was a weak link. in well, this, for sure, because he's just not. The part able isn't to very dynamic.
1: Off. The part is kind of he's he's kind of a
0: weirdo, and and he plays that side of himself, I think, in this movie. Because he is he is like that in all of his movies, kind of, isn't he? In yeah. Ghostbusters. He's, in Ghostbusters. He's the weirdo. He's a little wooden. He's a but but it, somehow it worked for me in Ghostbusters. He plays. By the way, he plays the 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 father of Veda in this yes. movie. And maybe we should talk a little bit about sort of the setting. Yeah. And the idea Let's that it's. Let's talk about uh, the
1: journey back into the seventies that we take.
0: So was that, was that it for you? Cause there's like a mood ring in it. And yeah. There's, there's a, there's groovy, a soundtrack. There's a groovy of, camper. Groovy camper. So basically Anna Klumsky plays this little girl named Veda mm-hmm. and she lives with her father at a funeral parlor. Yes and And sh- her mother is dead. Yes. And we find out later that, like, her mom basically died in childbirth, mm-hmm. and that that Veda feels like she's responsible, yes, for her mom's death. Correct. Now, here's the thing. Here's one of my problems with this <laughs> setup, which is that, that she's set up as this—this this, she's a hypochondriac. Yeah,
1: she always thinks she's got a chicken. Bone We're in a small in town, her so she's
0: always in her... the bike over to the doctor. Yeah, and, what's? Where, and I think insane. I'm dying. And... Well,
1: what is it? I can handle it.
0: You are perfectly healthy.
1: That can't be. I have all the classic symptoms.
0: Sweetheart, did they bring Mister Layton to your house today? Yes. Veda, you've got to stop this. There's absolutely nothing wrong with you. I'll just have to get a second opinion. But did that feel real to you at all? Oh, my God. <laughs> no, but it's it's a genuine question, because for me, she's such a bright spot in this movie. Mm-hmm. And she's mm-hmm. delightful and wonderful, but yet we're supposed to feel she's, like, tortured over the fact that she probably is responsible for her mother's death. She's pretty dark. I mean, she's a dark... She's not dark. She's always... She's happy and delightful and... I don't. You thought felt, felt she was dark. This is a real kid who's got a dark side, and she
1: lives in a funeral parlor. She's around death. She's probably kind of freaked out by it and obsessed with it.
0: Her mother died. Yeah, I bought it. You did. I did. To me, it didn't jibe with the character. It seemed like it was sort of a pasted-on thing. I
1: didn't. I don't I didn't know. Buy She's it. not running around like Pollyanna with smiley faces and everything. She's always a little bummed out and a little dark and a little. She kind of looks at the dark side of stuff. Dad, I don't want to upset you, but my left breast is developing at a significantly faster rate than my right. It can only mean one thing. Cancer. I'm dying. Maybe. <laughs> I
0: I didn't get I didn't get that. For me it seemed seemed odd and seemed a little fake. I, I will say one other thought I had when I was watching this is that uh you kind of made me watch the same movie twice. <laughs> He, how much is this like the Sandlot? It's
1: It's a lot like the sand It's lot. like We're
0: back in the past and a coming of age story, and there was a big fireworks scene. Which I like the love. Lot.
1: And you clearly don't love. You don't understand the summertime looking at fireworks. We've already established Apparently that.
0: Apparently, if a movie has a fireworks scene, I'm in, in it, you, baby. Have you seen Avalon, a Barry Levinson movie? has. There's a big fireworks scene. Right? In it. You Give me would, a good fireworks scene. You would scene. go nuts right, thank over you. this movie. And then there's the go to the small carnival, the carnival scene. Yes, right. Exactly. I felt like I was watching The Sandlot all over again. Although I liked this more than The Sandlot, a lot of the movie is about her friendship with Macaulay Culkin's character, right. who's what? What's his name? Thomas J. Thomas J. Thomas J. Yeah, right. And so that was sweet. I'm running away. Where are you
1: running to? California. Going oh, to Hollywood to live with the Brady Bunch. I want to live with them, too. No, you can't. They have enough kids. You'll have to live with the partridge family.
0: Really? No, that was nice. She's sort of a tomboy, right? She doesn't get along with the girls in the town. No. These classic three typical girls come, and they just I walk will by say, her house I will to say, say like, Hey, you're not <laughs> one of us. You and know? then there's
1: the third girl who says, who, like, gives her the look like, I'd like to be your friend, but I'm friends with these jerks, so I can't be. Yeah. Right? Like that. But then she comes around. and she comes around. And she says, she knocks on Isn't herself, that like, satisfying and fun, I'll be Cinco. your friend.
0: No. <laughs> no. Again, I'll say, like, the writing of this movie <sighs> is not at a high level. Did it, it I, did it I it did like it say, pretty... hey,
1: Cinco, go watch this because it's the oh. best written movie ever, that the story is perfect? No. I said, go enjoy
0: a movie. You can't do it. Look, and I know people love this movie. I, I keep saying this every time. <laughs> I didn't say that about Far and Away because it wasn't true about that. But The Sandlot and this, people love these movies. For me, maybe it would have been better if I'd seen it when it first came out, you know, and <laughs> during the time period when it came out. In the time
1: and- of when we were all watching Wonder Years and... You know, loving the nostalgia. And
0: everybody loved Macaulay Culkin right. so he was much. She so was a cute. star. He was paid a million dollars for was, this movie. And and she came out of nowhere. She was just a little star, right? And also the screenwriter, and I can't remember her name because it's very complicated. Mm. But but it was very, but I, it was clearly kind of a, a personal coming of age right, story. Right. I don't think she's written, done a lot of writing since then right. or. or I think she's uh, actually moved into writing novels. She had right. like a small little film career based on this. and, and she, she told her on to other one things. movie story. But you know? she, yeah, I feel like it's kind of like the Sandlot. It's sort of like she had this one right. story. Although I don't think it was based on her story. She said she had a friend who was at a mm. funeral parlor. But um, speaking of, it's called the Sultanfuss Parlor. Right. Solely so that Jamie Lee Curtis can somehow assume... She's trying to get a job at a beauty parlor. <laughs> <laughs> no funeral parlor is ever just called the Sultanfuss Parlor. All right,
1: that uh, that, that early me, on you're a, looking for things. No, to, no, no but to that's me like that's, the that's the an example scene.
0: That's an example of the laziness of the writing or the filmmaking in this. I'm just I'm just gonna say it
1: again it's just a nice tell little tell me movie. what are
0: the what are some of the
1: things you love about
0: the i don't, to me it was just like this little girl
1: and her life is difficult she was i guess misunderstood felt very alone was very alone her dad was always like dealing with dead bodies and he didn't want to deal with the mother's death. He and, was ignoring her. And had wanted nothing to do with her life. I really connected to her. I thought it was a fun character. I thought she felt very alone and it was fun watching her kind of find her way in this dark world that she was in and she found it through the this woman who came and kind of opened up her heart a little bit and opened up her father's heart a little bit.
0: And helped explain when she had her period. Right. And
1: helped that and helped talk about just people and things that her father never could. And it was like, oh, this family is broken and there's a missing piece. And it was Jamie Lee Curtis. And I thought it was just really sweet the way she came in and kind of kind of fixed those things and opened up the hearts of the two of them, brought them together. And ultimately, the the thing you're most interested in is watching her kind of open up Lil Veda's heart. That was a nice little But what movie. you're
0: describing to me sounds... A lot better than the actual movie that I saw. I wish it had been that because I didn't see any reason Jamie Lee Curtis and Dan Aykroyd became a couple or they were attracted to each other. That's, I didn't buy that. But maybe, you know, I'm being hey, nit, I'm being nitpicky. I, I
1: will say and that I was apologize. a weird. It was yeah. weird because like he's like a creepy guy. Yeah. He's not warm and friendly at all. No. He's cold and prickly. He's a funeral parlor guy and a very movie like, and here's yeah, the
0: love and, interest. And then there's a scene where, like, her ex boyfriend comes back to, like, because she stole the camper from him. Right. And then Dan Aykroyd, totally out of character. He is not he'd like, he'd come this person around. At all. He'd come around
1: by then. She no, changed him. She opened his hand.
0: Come on, would you or I have done this? And then he just, like, punched Dan Aykroyd in the stomach. Come on, Dan What'd you do that
1: for? Who are you? i'm his brother oh then you'll probably be visiting us here quite often why because if he ever tries to take shelley's camper again i'm gonna bury him in my front yard
0: <laughs> he takes him out and it's just like who's the actor who plays you know, dan
1: Ackroyd's brother
0: oh yeah i love that guy oh yeah richard Mazer. is think that his name? name yeah he's the voice of garfield right Oh yeah, the yeah, cat in the yeah. cartoon. Yeah, I love
1: him. He's great.
0: Yeah, he's he's a great character. He didn't have a lot to do. No, he, he didn't. I just like that. But guy. he was there. Um, one thing I have to point out, which is really that applies to us, which is very interesting. Yes, is there's a scene when when they first have their kiss, mm-hmm. when uh, Veda and Thomas J. Oh wants, yes, she wants to have a kiss. <laughs> yes. So they have their kiss and they're feeling uncomfortable afterwards. Yeah. So what do they do? They say, say the, the Pledge, Pledge of, of Allegiance. Allegiance until it goes away. Yes. Which this predates Bubble Boy. Yes. Which, which we have the same joke the same in joke. our movie, which is like Jimmy, when he meets Chloe, the girl next door. She
1: comes starts, into the room and he feels weird and tingly. Yeah, and, yeah. And the mom says, say the Pledge of Allegiance until it, it goes, goes away. away.
0: And I wonder if that somehow subconsciously came from like my the, girl. Because I think that was actually pitched in a round table. Yeah, I think it was situation, but my girl, I don't think was brought up at all. No, I don't think so. So it's so weird seeing this because it's the I had the, same, the same experience. experience I rewatched and I said, "What? Like, <laughs> that's Bubble Boy." I said, "When did this movie come out?" Oh, yeah, years before Bubble Boy did.
1: Cutting Edge. It's a cutting edge movie. Yeah.
0: One thing this um, movie did make me think of was my first crush. Yes. Because that's kind of what what this movie is about. Yeah, and and it's sort of. Even though it's not really a romance, there's but there's there's, there's a little there. there's
1: something between these two.
0: Yeah, and it's uh, a first, there's a first kiss. Yeah, and so mine was and it was like the blonde girl, right? This is fifth grade. Your your crush? Yes, my crush. Right. And uh, and I was kind of like the Macaulay Culkin, like I was this nerdy boy. <laughs> I right? can see
1: you. Did you have allergies?
0: It feels oh, like you would have. Been I had horrible allergies. Oh. I had to get allergy shots. <laughs> I would go weekly and of get a shot for my allergies, and I just was. Always nose in a book and glasses yes. and, you know. And, and so in fifth grade, I had a crush on this girl named Lisa Young, who's just this little cute blonde girl, right? <laughs> just the classic. Fifth, fifth grade? This is fifth grade. fifth grade. And I thought she was the best. And I remember I, I actually kept a journal at this time. And in my diary, I wrote one day that, like, uh, some girl lost a bunch of money that she brought to school and they later found it in Lisa Young's sock, but Lisa Young didn't know anything about it. <laughs> like I was, I was so. Enamored Wait, so Lisa of her. Young was a little criminal? Yeah, she and- clearly stole this girl's money and hid it in her sock. <laughs> But to me, it's And like, you,
1: Lisa Young, could never. No, who,
0: she... Who set up Lisa Young? Yeah, because she would She didn't know anything about it. Yeah. It's in her sock. How could she not... Someone can't slip money into your sock without you knowing it. Also in my diary, there's... there's uh, I record a dream I had about Lisa Young. And it was just the best. I remember waking up from this dream because somehow it's like I'm on the driveway and it's frozen over with ice. And so I'm skating and then she comes on ice skates... And Lisa Young and I are ice skating on the driveway together. And this is and in
1: Phoenix, Arizona, so that's weird. Yeah, it
0: was just a weird I You dream. had never been ice skating in your life. It's more been. likely the driveway would freeze over with ice than Lisa Young You know, would, would, would pay <laughs> ever, attention to me. But I remember waking up from you. that dream and just being so happy because I'd spent time with Lisa Young.
1: Now, are you talking to her? Like, are you guys friends or... Are you just no, looking no. across From the room? Afar,
0: she was in my class, Mr. Davis's class in fifth grade, but there was one time when like she and I and one other girl were like in this room in the library together. Mm. And so and then I actually was talking with her. Oh. And we were talking about stuff and, and it was just like in my head I felt like I had it shot with right, right. young but there was no way. Right. If we could watch
1: the video back, it would be her like looking at a book, going, uh huh. Right? yeah like that's a-
0: Lisa Young would never look at a book though oh right okay. <laughs> that was not her style okay but the, the most embarrassing thing about my crush on Lisa Young is that later I was writing a, in my journal later when I was I think a freshman in high school and I was talking about like this girl I had a crush on then and I said but this is you know nothing compared to my romance with Lisa Young. And I acted like she was my girlfriend. In
1: my journal- In high school, you were writing that you had a
0: romance. Yeah, she was my first girlfriend. So in the the one place where you're supposed to be honest and true, who were you lying to? Myself or future generations? I don't know, but it's so horrific because I actually said, ah, Lisa Young, and I was young, and she was young, and- Oh, it was, and just reading it now is just like her. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) Because I couldn't have possibly convinced myself that that you actually had a relationship with Licia. There's no (laughs) way. But what was I doing? Wow, that's messed up. You see, kids are complicated and complex. They are just like Veda. Just like Veda, right? So when you
1: say something doesn't ring true in this movie, that story is crazy. Yeah, it's insane. So you can't ever say that anything doesn't ring true because. If that were in the movie, people would say, uh-huh, right. Yeah. You're so right, Ken. Thank you. My girl is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I wanted. Look, I knew you weren't going to love this movie. Yeah. I wouldn't say I love this movie, but I like this movie a lot. It's just a nice movie. It's a sweet movie. It's a movie I think you can watch. And it, this is just another one in the big stack of movies that I've given you that they are my favorite movies necessarily, but they're movies that you have stayed away from because, ugh, My Girl, ooh, Sandlot, I could never watch those.
0: So is that that's how, how sound? you? sound? That's how you sound. Like, right? my Thurston Howell the Third? <laughs> yes,
1: you are. <laughs> and I'm trying to just gilligan you up a little bit. Just go have some fun. Just
0: go have some fun. So, My Girl, sure. earth shattering, groundbreaking? No, no, and nothing seemed to mean that much in it. I will say, though, that for all my cynical reaction to a lot of this there is the scene and spoilers i mean i think we can I everybody knows what happens it, in this movie yeah the thomas J is allergic to a lot of things everything and you would think he would know he was allergic to bees and he taunts the bees he does as, taunt as a kid bees. who's like sheltered and basically a bubble boy right but he goes, he's like, kick the hive. And then suddenly it's like, oh, wait, there's actually bees in this. Yeah, he didn't and know. And they come and sting him and kill him, and he dies. And. Uh, no, no, but he.
1: Now, when when that happened, he wasn't taunting them. No, he, he was went back to, to, go get, back her back to, her to get her mood ring. She dropped her mood ring when they ran away from the bees the first time, and he goes back to get her mood ring because she was feeling bad. Well, he
0: doesn't at, like that her dad and, and Jamie Lee Curtis are engaged now. Right. They're going to get married, and she hates this. She's freaking out. Yeah. Which is weird because she loves Jamie Lee Curtis, and yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis is so close. There were a lot of reactions here that didn't make sense to me. It's complicated, being a child. That's complicated. Yeah. Is that explanation? yeah explanation? But anyway, he dies. And so and it's like the payoff of there's early in g- the movie. I'm there's sorry. Like,
1: Did you just giggle? <laughs>
0: that is death. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about the fact that early in the movie, it's like there's a child-sized coffin. Yes. Which is brought.
1: A child-sized coffin gets brought through the parlor.
0: As, as if they know that at some point. Like, a child is going to die? We no, that really was fund...
1: another death. That was somebody else. We didn't... Yeah, they Did brought... Did we
0: know who that was for? Did they... we see a kid in no,
1: it? No, they brought... <laughs> no. Well, they brought it in, and she said... Right, who's that for? Who's that and for? the dad And didn't the dad want want to... wouldn't say... He said, was that for a kid? And she's like, no, of no, course for a small not. person. It's for
0: a small person. Just for a small person. And I think
1: that was just... That's just a way of saying, yes, kids die. And B, he's not telling her the truth. You know, he's not telling her what she needs to hear in anything. Right? Right. And so he. Is no help when Thomas J dies, right? Dad, sh- Dad, who's like deals with death every day, should be the one, but to he help her do with he death. He didn't deal with his own
0: wife's. Dad. That's right. Are you feeling this movie? But anyway, there's a moment she doesn't want to go to the funeral, right? But then she does go to the funeral. Yes. And she sort of approaches the coffin and is talking to Thomas J. And then I got emotional.
1: Longo tree, climbing Thomas J his face hurts and where is his glasses he can't see without his glasses (laughs) put his glasses on (laughs) put on his glasses (laughs) he was going to be an acrobat.
0: he's gone sweetheart he's gone i cried real tears at my girl and i know this did wait a a minute i know you cried real tears at my girl yeah i did
1: i win you win? I win the whole podcast.
0: Wait, you win the podcast? <laughs> yes. Because I cried? Because this movie was manipulative you... <laughs> and okay. got me to cry? Okay. But I know this is known as a tearjerker, and I wasn't thinking it was going to have any impact on me because I was rolling my eyes at so much of it. But in that moment when she's just talking to Thomas right. J. at the coffin, I felt it. Yeah, And I lost it. And so there I got emotional. So, yes, you win. I win the podcast! You made Cinco cry oh, with My Girl. That's the headline for this
1: episode. I can't believe you held that. You buried the lead.
0: <laughs> well, you I cried. wanted to, you know. I want to save it. I wanted to be able to say my piece first. Okay, good. But anyway, well, so there's the upshot of My Girl. It made me cry, but, you know, I, I agree with you that it's not a great movie. <laughs> Wait a minute.
1: Is that how I came here? I guess. All right. Well, good. I'm Cinco. I'm glad you gave it a shot. I'm glad you opened your heart a tiny bit. I did, and you let some something out. I did. Out. The
0: death of Thomas J. It wasn't that his death. It wasn't I the didn't death. cry at his death. Right. It was her but at, at her response to yeah. it that got me. And I think that's a testament to Anna Klumsky.
1: Yeah. she's awesome. She is awesome. Yeah. And that's that's what this is all about, really, isn't it? Anna exactly. Klumsky being awesome. All so, right, Cinco. I think it's speaking
0: time. Of now, what was your reaction to? Federico Fellini's Eight and a Half, considered a masterpiece, one of the greatest movies ever made. Yes. I don't Cons- want to oversell it, but but what did you think, Ken? Because I think you could go one of... I think you could go very different ways in this. But yeah, let's you see. never know. Now, uh,
1: for me, this podcast has been really interesting because going into it, I, was, I thought I might be okay with some of your movies, but we've had things like Stagecoach that blew me away. Right. We've had movies well, like... Uh, Royal bombs blew you, me away. Yeah. So now I will tell you I was not looking forward to this movie. Right. I was just not um, because it's foreign. It's an
0: Italian. It's, it's dubbed. It's black and dubbed, white. It's
1: black and white. And I know it's just going to be weird to be weird. Kind of be good for you. It's supposed to be good. It's like medicine. It's supposed to be good, like like for good for you. Yeah. I was cautious. I went yeah, into it cautiously. Yeah. And uh, I will say this. What the heck is this pile of garbage? What? This is the worst movie I've ever seen. This movie is a turd. This movie stinks. This movie? Is, <laughs> are you crazy? This movie Kat? is a is garbage. Kate, I don't. You what? I do not understand this movie. I don't understand what it's trying to be. I didn't get one frame of this movie. <laughs> and I'm calling shenanigans on everybody out there who likes this movie. There's no way. Nobody likes this movie. No, you are, are full of garbage because you own this DVD. You own it. Yes, you I love it this movie. I do not believe you, sir. No, I love it. No, you don't. You cannot, and here's why. I've never heard you speak of this movie. I've never heard you reference this movie. I've never heard one thing about this movie. I've literally never heard anything about this movie until you said last week that I was going to watch this movie. And that, to me, says... It's something you got through. It's something you watched in film school. Nah, and somebody nah, nah, pointed nah. out to you oh, here's why it's important. Oh, here's what he said. Garbage. No. It is garbage. That's not at all. So, it, had you ever heard me talk about Stagecoach?
0: Yes. No. Yes,
1: I had heard you talk okay. about Stagecoach. This movie is a sham a lam ding dong. This it movie is, is a sham. You, sir,
0: are a sham. No. Okay, you t- here, here. I'm going to state my piece about this movie. Oh,
1: my gosh.
0: Because I, to me, I would love is...
1: to walk you through the movie, but what do you walk? What what would I walk you through? This weird scene that means nothing, or that weird scene that means that nothing.
0: That Means nothing. That means nothing. Okay. Okay. See, I hate to be the guy that says clearly you didn't get it. Oh, I didn't get it. But I will tell clearly you you didn't get because to me. This movie is a masterpiece. It's brilliant. Oh it's about the creative gosh. process. It's about an artist trying to create something. Get in over yourself, Fellini
1: and Cinco. The creative. <coughs> and I'm so
0: confused, <coughs> and I don't know what I'm doing, and you know, oh my wife, and my my girlfriend, and the actor. I don't know who to. What what I. But Ken, the mix of like fantasy and reality and dreams and memory and this like you mean just back like film a bunch of stuff and throw it together that doesn't mean anything wow it it has like profound meaning about like his, his childhood man, his and relationship with women his garbage. relationship with the church and and he's constantly beset. i thought you would love the way this is shot it's so Ugh. beautifully shot And the faces are all so interesting, and it's like... You mean ugly? And he's constantly beset by all the the people in his life coming at him, and he's trying to sort of tap dance his way through I hated
1: the guy. It's like you wanted to shake him like Vito Corleone. Be a man! Make your movie! You hated him because he was struggling with trying to make his movie? I just found the whole thing so monotonous and didn't mean... I didn't understand. I couldn't... follow it I didn't care about anybody I didn't care about him to me he was just like I didn't know I didn't relate to the guy who's just like I didn't understand I didn't get it I didn't get this movie and I know I didn't get it because I went online and I looked at all the reviews and clearly I'm the crazy one yeah so you I, are, I'm the crazy one who just doesn't get it I'm I didn't go to film school so I don't understand whatever I'm just telling you I was so bored and so uninterested in every aspect of this movie, and every time then they would cut to, oh, this guy's a clown, and the circus, oh, <laughs> I'm in your face. I hated it. It was so obnoxious, and so trying to just be weird, and I will say the most interesting parts for me were the flashbacks. You know, it would flashback to his childhood, and you'd kind of understand a little something about him. It was so oh, monotonous, Ken. and I hated it. I, I hated it. I... I'm you weep, weep for me? For <laughs> yeah. This makes so, me so sad. So, because
0: to me, like Royal Tenenbaums and Stagecoach, you know, this is a perfect movie. It is. Perfect. It is. It perfect. It's beautiful. It's not. It is. Oh, perfectly not good. About that opening? Don't you think the opening is beautiful? That sort of the dream thing and he's trapped in the car and <sighs> and he's seen all the other people and then suddenly he's up on the, the, the kite like he's up flying in the world and then he comes no. Sure. It was that was kind of interesting. I think this is so I think the, the, the dream sequences are all so interesting. And then the flashbacks to the childhood. Like when he and the other boys go to see like the prostitute dance, the Saragina. Uh, you mean t- the
1: woman who lives in the in the cement box on the beach? Yes.
0: Uh, I, mean, I, no. I thought that was so interesting. And then when they're all being this child be he's being bathed, and then the 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 scene where he's with all the women from his life, right? And they're all no. No. Nothing? nothing. 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 You didn't relate to this and like trying to create something and not knowing, being unsure of what you're doing and 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 just running away from everything and hiding. Look, sure, I he's understand. Not, he's that. not a perfect character. He's very unlikable in a lot of ways because he lies to everybody. Yes, you know. But that's in some ways what makes him a great artist, right? In that that sure that right. all is he wanted was lies. truth.
1: He wanted a movie about truth, right? Yeah, and he's that's all he wanted. To get to but the he was just lying and lying and lying. Sure. And I you know, you can look at it and I can see the influence it had on other things and I can see Yeah, that...
0: because I think of Stardust Memories, Never saw all it. that jazz. Never saw. it. Uh, Eternal Sunshine. Sure. There's a lot of this in that. There's a lot of Eternal this. Eternal Sunshine
1: is a billion times better than this
0: movie. A billion. Not true and Charlie Kaufman would be the first person to tell you Well, you're I will wrong. tell you still that going, you're all you show wrong. Okay. And
1: and far and away is a beautiful movie. So I feel let, like is there no? Were no you I had a
0: bad mood when you saw it. I'm trying. to I think. completely.
1: It was really like not clicking with me. Like I didn't get yeah. it. I didn't. I mean, it was just like very. I don't know, it was not. Was it the for subtitles? Me. Did you think that had an impact? Because maybe well, you should have watched
0: the dubbed version. You know version. what was
1: well, I, I think I did watch the dubbed version because well, that's it is another all dubbed, yes. that is the most frustrating and annoying thing in the world. Why is the sound so bad? Why is it so bad? Because in 1927, the jazz singer came out, and that had better sound. In better 1877, sound, no. Thomas Edison pulled something through a piece of tinfoil through a needle and made a recording, and that sounded better. The sound was so bad, it was distracting. And if, and was that a
0: choice? Well well, this is Fellini's style, but it's also an Italian style, which is they dub all of the dialogue in after the movie's made. And I, and, it, and I'm pretty so sure a lot they just of times dub times whatever it they match. want. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> like rewrites. they didn't say that stuff. Some of it they said, but a lot of it he just would rewrite. So that's yeah. annoying,
1: and that's frustrating, and, and So that's
0: probably frustrating. And it's distracting. But all, have you not seen any of the, like the Sergio Leone westerns? Because they're all done the same way. All, yeah. the, all the Italian movies are, are. I know they dub it later, which that is doesn't which is make an it right. thing. <laughs> yeah. But Fellini, I know more more than that. Right, he'll rewrite all the dialogue, and so they're saying things right. that the, don't match. They their clearly lips did at not all. say yeah, yes. Yeah. So that was weird. It's like so that was weird. Am I watching a slideshow
1: and then they just put like <laughs> sound <laughs> over it? I I didn't understand. It was wasted on me. Wasted. Because I yeah. didn't connect to Pearls it. Pearls Before Swine. Pearls Before comes to Swine. Mind. Because <laughs> I will tell you, hey, moviegoers out there who are listening to this. If you like any of the movies that I have have suggested, don't watch this movie. Do not watch this movie. No. Don't watch it. don't tell anyone not to watch oh. Eight and a Half. If, you know, when you, when, if I were writing like a, a scene about a guy and his wife was going to drag him to like an art film and the guy was like, oh great, I got to sit through a whole movie that's in foreign, right? Like, yeah. no, that's, that's how I feel. That's, I am that guy because this movie stunk because.
0: Yeah, you are, but didn't you relate? I mean, because to I me hated it's so it. human and so honest and. And real and beautiful. How about entertaining? And is entertaining supposed to be one of the words that we use? It's super about... entertaining. It's so <sighs>
1: funny. Funny? Yeah. Wait a minute. It's funny? Yeah, this is a comedy. You didn't find the movie funny? Not for one second. I didn't crack a smile or oh, a smirk. No. There was
0: not one thing I found funny. What was supposed to be well, funny? you're the jerk. Every, all the things he's struggling with. Like the like the thing when, when he has the person executed, right, in his mind. Like the... the Put the bag over his head in the news, Uh the critic, and you didn't find it funny? No. Not at all. Funny? Like, I'm going to laugh? Yeah. It's funny. It's a comedy. (laughs) It's a comedy? Yeah. You know, Fellini actually wrote to himself, this movie is a comedy on a note, and put it on like the camera so that he would always remind himself that- Why didn't you give me that note? I don't know if it would have helped. I just think-
1: yeah, this some,
0: some movies are not for some people. This movie is not for me. Is not for this movie is not a Dario. real
1: movie. It's not. It's like it's like a it's like an art project. I think it's not a movie. What? No, of course it's no. It's, it's not considered a
0: movie. one of the greatest films of all time. Well, so here's it's the thing: absolutely a movie. No,
1: I and it's about. I his... really struggled with like like. Am I going to be able to go on and say like this movie is so? Beloved, right? And it's like, every, it's like on the. I couldn't find a negative thing about it. I just couldn't. Everybody loves this movie, and believe me, I look for negative things. Yeah. So, am I'm I going to sure. be able to go on and say it? And I realized, if I'm being honest, if I'm being true, you should be. Honest, which is what? Ken. Which is what the movie says. I just wish I could make a true, honest movie. Yeah. And here's my true, honest review. <laughs> That's
0: it. <laughs> so, so Ken Dario says oh. that the Sandlot, My Girl. Far and Away and Rocky Three and Clash of the Titans are all better than eight and a half. Yes. <laughs> you are an insane absolutely. person. Absolutely.
1: If you want to enjoy yourself, absolutely. If you want to study the internal struggle of man and creator and artist, I guess. I don't li- I don't want to do that, apparently. So I did not well, do there we go. I hated every frame of it. Oh, uh, I hate you right <laughs> now. Um, I hate that you hated it. I'm so sorry I I I made
0: you watch one of the the masterpieces of cinema. I
1: finished this movie, Cinco, and it was late. And and that didn't make me happy either. But hold on. No, 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 no. You don't think that was a factor? I I think that would have been a factor if it was like, yeah, it was fine. I just didn't like it. But this was like halfway through the movie. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? That Cinco's going to make me sit through another hour of this? And I was bitter. So... I, I, the movie ends. Yes, I'm alone in my house. I'm downstairs, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm looking at my phone, scrolling through like reviews. H- help me understand this movie. Yeah, and I felt like him. I felt like I was in a Fellini movie because I'm walking around my house in the dark at <laughs> one in the morning, confused, and sitting alone on the stairs, rubbing my head. My cat. Looking up at me like, "What's wrong?" I was in a Fellini movie because I it, it made no sense. Nothing. Sur- the world surreal was so the, surreal. The world didn't make and sense. The world
0: yeah. did not make sense. So here's what I've learned. What have you learned? Because hopefully you've learned something. From I've this. learned
1: something that I am too dumb a guy to understand Fellini movies. Can and, and, don't <laughs> say that. And that's my place to say. It. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just who it. That's just where I am. That's who I am. I didn't enjoy it you know, I will, there only thing I'll say is, yeah, there were a couple of moments visually that were cool. Um, There were, you know, a few things like, Oh, that's a really cool framing. And that's a really cool way to shoot that scene. Very few, but overall I was just so annoyed and taken out of it. And I hated it. The end.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, but you know what, Ken, I'm glad you watched it. I, Cause it's an I'm experience. glad I watched it because and it's I've... so interesting to me that that I knew it could go either way I knew this was a love-hate movie for you Yeah, but I also felt the same way potentially about Royal Tenenbaums and about yeah. Stagecoach which turned out to be movies that, that
1: yeah, you love Absolutely. But this
0: one and I thought like I actually thought I would like this movie I thought I would like it
1: because yeah. I thought it's going to be artsy and weird and, and just crazy and I'm going to just dive into it and I, and I, I didn't. <laughs> I just didn't. You dove, but it was turned
0: out to be like the I, pool was empty. Yeah, it was
1: like the shallow end. I dumped <laughs> right into the shallow end and cracked my <clears> skull.
0: <throat> ah Well, ah. I'm sorry, Ken. I think this would have been when be- better if originally Ken wanted I to- I so wish I f- had done gonna it. Was going to make me watch Paul Blart Mall
1: Cop. Oh, I wish I had done it. But I will say I couldn't really defend Paul Blart Mall Cop. Because eh,
0: yeah, I re- 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 watched it. But and you th- arguing for Paul Blart Mall Cop <laughs> over eight and a half? Would I would do. I'll still do
1: that. I will still do that. If two, if anybody needs to watch a movie, and those are the last two movies to choose from, from please choose Paul Blart Mall Cop. What? Please do yourself a favor oh. and choose Paul Blart Mall Cop. This is why Ken and I make a great a team.
0: <laughs> because sometimes we have very divergent opinions. On yes, things, we do. As we do here. Well, Cinco, we did it. We did it. It was rough, but we did it. Yes. And thanks so much to all our listeners out there. Thank you so much. Whoever you are, uh, we appreciate it. Uh, Give us your feedback. You can find me on Twitter, at CincoPedia, C-I-N-C-O-P-E-D-I-A.
1: And I am at KDario, K-D-A-U-R-I-O. And all I ask is that, hey, smart people, don't yell at me. I didn't get it. It's no big deal.
0: I'm sorry. (laughs) Let's let Ken know how wrong he is. (laughs) Uh, Hashtag Ken's wrong (laughs) Um, And then also there's a Make Him Watch It Facebook page Yes, So you can find us there And uh, I think we got one more episode to go One more big episode coming up That's going to be exciting And so uh, we'll talk to you again On Make Make Him Watch It Make Him Watch It Make Him Watch It There's lots of movies Ken hasn't seen Some Cinco hasn't seen too Now that it's
1: 2019, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna make him watch it for a podcast.
0: We can't wait to make him watch it with Cinco and Ken. Yes, you win. I win the podcast. You made Cinco cry with my girl.